To the back porch conjure. I am Efa Bayo. Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a pillow, a chair, blanket. Hell, sit right here on the stoop next to me. Get you something cold to drink, something hot, some water, some tea, some coffee, some juice. It's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. I ain't here to judge you. As you all know, it's Hoodoo Heritage Month. It is Hoodoo Heritage Month, and this is where you. Speak up. Let us know about your kinfolk, what you grew up knowing. Give light to them. All y'all root workers, healers, and all that. 
let me start by saying this so people won't get misconstrued or feel like, oh, she's just saying that, but I'll wait. Wait broke the bridge, so I don't want you to sit on something that's going to break, okay? But I don't. You want to see me break or fold, catch me at the laundromat. That's the only time. First of all, what people say about me does not bother me. What people post about me does not bother me. I don't even know those people. I'm not going to ever allow no one to stress me out on Jesus' free internet or for the Wi-Fi or the bill that I pay. <laughs> I'm not. I don't know about y'all, but I don't take it that serious. I really don't. I'm really that chick that's unbothered. I give zero fucks what you say. I used to. I used to be right there and rev up. Oh, they said my name and run and try to confront people. I don't give a fuck. I don't. I have what normal people have, a life. Whatever you post about me, guess what it's going to do? It's going to make people find me and lead them over there to me. If I repost something or if I put something out there and it's not to your liking, you know there's this thing called keep scrolling. If you want to dissect and take apart and pull apart something I wrote, God bless you. I don't have time like that. I really don't. And if by chance you feel something is missing or out of line or out of whack, my mother used to always tell me, if you are looking for something and you can't find it, it's up for you to create it. Real talk. So I just wanted to put that out there because most people, I give thanks. I, I'm not, you know, arrogant or evil or mean. I give thanks for letting people know. But at the end of the day, I'm not even in groups or places or pages of these people. So it doesn't bother me. I, I Trust me. They've talked about millions of the people and they kept on going. I, I, I tell people this and it kind of sums it all up. Oh my God, they was talking about you. I go on my app and look at my bank account. Didn't move. So why would I care? Real talk. I go right on my app, look at my bank account. Didn't move. Okay, and I keep moving. I think what bothers most people is, oh, she's not saying that, she's not doing that, she's not. I'm grown. Y'all do know that, right? I, I is grown. Contrary. But anyway, back to. This is the time, y'all, so be grateful. Talk about your your your, your aunties, your papas, your mamas, and all of them, right? Listen. <clears throat> I have a story in my conjure spell book and it says we protect the things we love. When they <laughs> when they babies, they are on our hearts. When they're adults, they are on our minds. Lord protect my babies. Every mother's prayer. Every mother's prayer. Ain't that something? One year I remember. I was in my 30s, married and trying to keep my head above ground and raise my babies. I was living in the not-so-good spot of town. Every summer started with someone getting killed or some child getting hurt. I just wanted my babies to grow up in a safe space. I mean, everyone I knew was in the neighborhood, 
and our incidents were minimal, yet I truly did want to leave our neighborhood and give my children a better chance of growing up and some opportunities to excel in life. So as I was embarking on my new spiritual journey, I fell into the wearing of blue eye protections. I had a ring made of blue eyes, a chain, a stone. I would place them in the children's book bags and put them in my husband's pockets. They were all over my home, on my front door, just everywhere. You know, the sad part was that I should have known better than to waste my money on them damn eyes. Even now, when I think about those days, I now laugh because it's a shame how I disregarded my upbringing and adapted to other folks' beliefs because I assumed they were better or more spiritual than me or my family. I believed their way was better because they knew foreign names and they dressed apart, beads, dashikis, flowing skirts, head wraps, and foreign exotic names. So to me, they were better and they were just and we were just some Southern backwards folks. I ain't got my glasses on, so spare with me. Who didn't know anything? So I convinced myself to abandon my beliefs about spirituality and the things I knew for these folks because they knew so much more. One even told me to stop reading tarot cards. I couldn't do it, so I threw them away. I did throw them away, and within a week, I received a deck in the mail. I just wrapped them up and put them away. I started following folks and buying so much stuff that my husband had to say enough. We were arguing. My family would make fun of me. I didn't care because they were the lost ones who didn't know anything. So I started distancing myself from everyone. Things were starting to fail as I continued to follow these folks and buy all these eyes and charms. Then one day, my mother's friend asked if I wanted to go to Atlantic City with her. She had an extra ticket, and she didn't want it to go to waste, so I agreed. And she told me to leave all that stuff at home. At first, I was offended, but I wanted to go. So out of respect, I left my trinkets at home. I didn't even ask my mentors if I could go because Miss G was like family. So why would I ask about family? Miss G was born and bred a true Southerner. She had no salt on her tongue. She, she said where she was raised in the South, women had to stand their ground or get ran over. She was a short, stout woman who had beautiful copper brown skin, jet black hair, and a mouth like a sailor when she started drinking. She would never embarrass anyone but she would not tolerate disrespectful people, children or adults. She always was making some kind of elixir for somebody's ailments, herbs or her specialty according, accompanied by with a prayer. She, would, she could outpray anyone. I would always say her words carried weight, which meant they had power. Miss G never judged me or my newfound spiritual choice. She would keep silent when everyone else would make jokes. She just either changed the subject or excused herself. That was why I respected her. So on the bus ride was a learning experience for me. And Miss G asked me about my life. And then she asked if I was happy with all of my choices. I told her I was learning how to be happy. So far, it's been a challenge. 
y'all to read the rest of the story and about Miss G because these are my stories that I went through growing up. You can buy it on Amazon. <clears throat> Gathering around the kitchen table and other stories to conjure spell book. But anyway, that's not the topic of today. You know, I started this workout journey. I'm staying committed. I um, get morning, you know, thoughts and things like that. And it's October, and I always say the veil is that which we grew up knowing. The veil always gets thinner each day. So you'll get, most people call them, as when I came up here, they started saying that, downloads. But you get messages, you know. You get messages from your, your ancestors and stuff. All you have to do is listen. Just listen, you know. Closed mouth and open ears get you a lot of information. So I, as I was exercising this morning, thought occurred to me. Why do we take on other people's garbage, fears, phobias? Why are we so invested in trauma bonds? Why do we, as we're starting out on these spiritual journeys, and that's why I picked that story to start reading. Because we protect those things that we love. And we meet these people and we, because we have so much in common or we can relate to them, we automatically abandon the things that we love and adapt these people's fears, phobias, beefs, and traumas. Or if they don't like someone, we automatically don't want to like them neither. And we get all chaotic, confused, and we get, you know stressed out and it's not it's not meant for that it's not our journey it's not our destiny it should not even be on our path <clears throat> but we do it and we become these these amen choir we become part of the amen choir and we become part of things that don't even have no, no reason why they're in our lives. And we get caught up in things that don't even concern us. And while we're so busy taking out other people's trash and taking on and adapting all their fears, phobias, and traumas and beefs, we start ignoring our own stuff, putting our stuff to the side. Because we found something to accept us. You should be accepting yourself. Yeah, it's cool to find people that you can talk to or that kind of resonate with what you're doing. But remember, they're not doing what you're doing. They're not, they're not doing what you were called to do. They don't have the same gift as you. you Got to be careful of leeches. Man, let me tell y'all. I was hanging around this girl when I first started on this spiritual journey. And I was buying all kinds of stuff. You know, the blue eyes and all of that. And, you know, I don't have a problem with talking to people. I don't have a problem with, you know, listening, giving people space, inspiring people, encouraging people. I go anywhere and talk to people. Doesn't matter. Well, this young sister, she didn't have that. It was always, oh, people don't like me. People always, 
So whenever I would start talking to people, she would jump in and be like, oh, but I do that more. Oh, I do. And I'm sitting there like, okay. You know, at first, it doesn't dawn on you. You'd be like, yeah, you know, check out my friend because there's no competition. You're you, I'm me. And then she would watch how I would read cards and then she started mimicking it. And I'm like, okay. So then I switched it up. I started reading different tarot. Or I didn't need the cards. Then she's told me that I was possessed or I didn't know what I was doing. And I'm like, okay. And she would, whoever I would help, she would go behind me and dog me out. And then she started meeting people that didn't get along with me. Okay. I, that's cool. I, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. So it's okay. Right? Now, mind you, I'm a black woman. She was Spanish. Right? I don't hate Spanish people. But she found other Spanish people and they would sit and talk Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. Listen, I would walk past them, still say hello and keep going. Right? Because if you wanted me to know, you would say it in English. So to me, it didn't bother me. So they'd start laughing and stuff. And I kept doing what I was doing. Because you're not talking about me. You could be talking about something in your country. Like it didn't dawn on y'all were talking about me. So then I remember a young lady, she was sitting there, right? When I was working with Jamaica Religious, she was sitting there. And I walked past and they just stopped busting out laughing. So she came in the room and she was like, you know, they're talking about you. I said, oh, okay, that's cool. Everybody talk about me. I'm good. I'm happy to be important. She was like, oh, but you should go out there and curse them out for what? If they wanted me to know, they would say it in English. So as she walked out, she started cursing them out in Spanish. And I came out and I said, no, 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 we're not doing that. And she was like, no, because I got to take, no, don't pull up and don't take up for my cause. Because see, if these people wanted me to know, and now the sister that was, what's my friend, she's sitting there. She speaks English and Spanish. So I don't speak Spanish, but I let her know in English. I said, listen, whatever they said or even think they are saying if they wanted me to know, they would have told me in English. They didn't say it in English. So it's not geared toward me. And what I don't want and what I never want is for you to jump into something that you have no knowledge of. Now, these people can do that all they want because people have time. People love mess. People love negativity. People love to be in the center of something, to make them feel important or whatever. It's a plethora of reasons. You're not them. You don't need to stoop to that level. You don't need to jump on the amen choir. You don't. So you can apologize and let's keep going. The girl looked at me and was like, oh, she took it the wrong way. I said, enough is enough. And I went back to doing what I was doing. Right? Now, you would have thought, Damn, that conversation, it would have stopped. No, she got more people in and more people. So let me tell you how dangerous it became. Now I'm working at Jamaica Religious. Black woman, no problems, none of that. But I never bring my business to the job. So you had Big Angel, you had Little Angel, you had Angel's wife, Anna. Like you had all these people. So we're all working, everybody's having fun. She just recruited more people, more people, more people. And whatever lies or whatever she thought in her head that she would create, they believed it. They believed it. Right? Side note, 
I used to always wonder, why go through all this shit up? But now I understand. I, I don't even question it no more. Because anything you're going through is preparing you for the future you. Right? Building your backbone, your self-esteem, all that. So anyway, I'm, and, hey, I'm in the store, and this dude walks up. A grown-ass man. Grown man. Grown. In his 40s. Right? Walks up and go, yo, I, I should fuck you up. Wait, what? Now, I don't argue. I don't curse at people, things like that, because it's a waste of time, right? I'm not the big bad person, none of that. Like, yo, really mellow. So a lot of people used to be like, yo, you smoke weed? No. And they'd be like, yo, you so mellow, because I like me. I like peace. Right? Especially if you're working somewhere. And if you doing readings or you're working in a botanica, that's the last place you want confusion and chaos. Like, oh my God. So anyway, he comes and he's like, I'm standing on the top part of, you know, upstairs. Because downstairs was the reading room. He was like, yeah, I should fuck you up. Wait, what? Excuse me, you talking to me? Or, or maybe you're on the phone? Or He was like, yeah, I'm talking to you. Because you, you're threatening. He called her his godmother. <laughs> he was like you threatening my godmother and you don't know who the fuck I am I said sir I don't know who your godmother is and I don't even know you now this is where it started becoming dangerous right my nephews and them are from far rockaway my mother is the oldest out of 21 children 21 21 children 11 girls 10 boys we live in New York, all parts, Atlanta, New Orleans, Texas, California. We're all over, right? When it's time, we all meet up. When not, we all have our lives. We know who we are, right? So my nephew Dana and all of them was in there because they had just stopped by to see what I was doing. So Dana and them are standing to the side and they like, did he say what the fuck? <laughs> So I'm like sitting there shaking my head. He was like, so the guy's like, yeah, because you don't know who the fuck I am. And Dana said, yo, but I know who the fuck she is. I'm cursing because I, you know, I'm just trying to go through the thing, not for, oh, I want to give you effects. No, I'll tell you what happened. So the man is looking like, yo, D, what's up? He was like, nah, stop. Yo, that's my aunt. And he was like, what? He said, that's my aunt. He said, at the end of the day, she's a woman, an older woman. You a full dude. Put your hands on her, say anything to her, and we'll shut this down. Now, mind you, with Dana, you had like seven other people. Because he was, you know, with his boys or whatever he came through. He was like, yo, auntie, you need something? Like, yo, here, here's some money for you just in case, you know. And I never complained to my family. Like, yo, these people are stressing me out, whatever. He said, word, that's your aunt? He said, as I live and breathe. He said, now, either you apologize or we can we can sell the list. He said, it's up to you. Now, while he's saying that, now his boys are coming, right? My nephew's boys are coming. This dude is about to say, yo, I didn't even know. Yo. He was like, yeah. He said, yo, auntie, I'll be back. I'm going to go and take care of something, but I'll be back. You know, I'm going to ride with you when you go home. Nah, D, nah, D, we got this. Yo, you ain't got He said, nah, making sure. Mine is straight. He said, but yo, and the young man did apologize. He did. Right? So he went downstairs. Didn't say nothing. 
Now, mind you, down there, she has her other guy kids, and they popping shit and everything. And he was like, nah, leave that alone, the dude that went down. He said, nah, leave that alone. And they're like, nah, because she's threatening. She was like, yo, leave that alone. Now, I told my nephews, don't come back. They came back anyway. So while his friends come upstairs, Dana and them are standing there. My nephews and them are standing there. And he was like, they all like, yo, what's up, D? Yo, yo, yeah, I meant to hit you up because we got some beef in here. Yo, this bitch. And the dude that was standing there said, yo, I tried to tell him. He said, who the bitch I got beef with? Like who? He said, huh? He said, my aunt. He was like, what? Wait, what? He said, yo, that's my aunt. Nah, man. He said, yeah. He said, when you used to come in our crib, that's her sitting there. He said, that's my aunt. The dude looked, he looked downstairs to where the spiritual chick was. My nephew and them, they respect it, but they don't follow it. And I, I give him that. He said, now I don't know how y'all do in this little community or world or bubble. He said, but yo, you got to go back to where we live at. He said, I don't think a candle can stop that bullet. He said, so do we have a problem? He was like, no. But then he asked the other dude, he said, what my aunt do to have y'all grown men come at her? He said, she took money from you? What'd she do? Nah, you know, because my godmother say she she possessed it. She, you know, she don't like her. He said, you're a grown-ass man. He said, make it make sense. He said, yo, auntie, I'm out. Call me if you need me. He said, yo, find somebody else to play with. And they left. It was maybe about three years later, I saw the dude, I was walking inside, they had moved the Botanica, and I saw the dude, and he said, can I talk to you for a minute? And I said, yeah. I said, sure, what's the problem? He said, I want to apologize, like, again. I said, yeah, you cool. I said, don't worry about it. He said, no. He said, I could have learned so much. He said, man, they used me, they took my money, I... Wound up losing a lot. He was like, yo, my homeboy that was with me, he wound up going to jail. You know, we are arguing with people that didn't have anything to do with us. He said, and yo, we, we fucked up. I said, oh, wow. I said, well, you know, I wish you blessings. He was like, yo, I'm looking for someone to help me find somebody else. And the reason why I said that, because most people are like, oh, you should have helped him. For what? For what? I don't need the amen choir or the sheep that you'll follow power wherever people will go. I don't need you to take my baggage. I don't need for us to trauma bond. I don't need you to come around me because you think I don't like someone. No, no. Find somebody else to play with. We take the garbage out for these people while they sitting back laughing. In other words, we take on people's beefs, their traumas, their triggers, all of that, and don't have nothing to do with us. Nothing. Nothing. But we, we adapt it because, oh, they, they, they have spiritual names or they know how to say the words right or they got a big following. Sick, crazy people are good for that. People know how to wear masks. I tell people, you better vet people. You better use that spirit of discernment. You better, if it don't make sense, run away. I remember when I started out, I was questioning this dude, Jose, he was like, oh, you never question a spiritual person. That's when I met Angel. Angel started busting out laughing. He said, so then who are you supposed to question? And I looked at him like, wait, what? 
you know, you have all of these, these fucking, uh, restrictions. I can't question a spiritual person. Well, I'm supposed to take you as your word. Nah. What if it don't resonate with me? I remember sitting under people and all they talked about was Catholic saints. I don't know about no Catholic saints. I'm from a black household. We know Baptists and Pentecostal. I don't, I don't know all of these. Who are these people? We know the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I don't know who, who are all these people. I don't know these people. Well, I'm praying to them. Oh, you have to pray to St. Lucy for your eyes. Why? I can just pray to Jesus. <laughs> Repent. I'm, I'm saved. What's wrong with you? And they were so mad. You have to learn Catholic saints. Why? I'm not Catholic. I don't, I, you know, I, I like the stories, but I, that's not me. They wanted me to strip everything about me and adapt all their cultures and their ways. Don't work. Can't do it. Why? I'm not you. I wasn't raised that. Oh, you got to have, a, you got to go into Catholic church and have a Misa. Girl, I could just sit here, light a candle, and talk to my ancestors. I know you lying. Like, <laughs> no. No. And it was so bad. Even in Lukumi. Don't get it twisted. It was so bad, right, where I, I'm raised to say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, right? My godmother said, you can't say that. You got to say Madrina. No, I, I know who you are, but I can't. I, I'm not, my children are not going to walk in your house and not say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. I, I can't strip who I am, but most people will try that, right? And I don't eat peanuts in a shell. If you bring out peanuts in a shell in your house, I'm going outside. I'm not staying in here. And she was like, what? You can't, no, I will. Peanuts mean police, boo-boo, I'm out. Like that, that's my culture. That That's who I am. Now I'm a blended and and fit it and format it so it can fit my life, my everyday life. But you're not with me. You're not. I, I have to go back into my community, into my family, into their ways. So now I'm gonna tell them, okay, y'all, we're gonna throw away the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We're gonna accept these saints. They're gonna look at me and say, Who the fuck are these? <laughs> Who are these people? Ma'am? Oh, if you wanna pray, you got for money, you gotta pray to St. Jude. Uh, that's not how it worked in the Southern household. Okay. If I know there's problems with family, I know to pray to my mother because she's the matriarch. She's the oldest. If we have a problem with money, I know to pray to my father because he was the financial one. If I know I need protection or whatever, I'm going to pray to my brother because he kept the family safe. I don't know about y'all saints. I'm not disrespecting them, but I don't know them. So I have to ignore who I am. And go with what you know. I'm not you. And see, and that's the problem because we 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 take on this luggage and these these bags, and they don't even they're not even ours. They don't even fit us. And then by the time we look up, we covered with fucking pounds of shit that don't even belong to us, and we don't even know what the hell we got. We don't even know how we get in there. Ah, uh, but to go back home. So anyway, I'm like. Even in Lukumi, when I was going through, like, they were, no, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I was like, yo, nah. And I remember sitting in my godmother's house, and she was like, yo, you want some watermelon? I said, ah, I don't eat nigga apples. What? You can't say that? Yeah, I can. I, I don't eat that. I grew up on it. I don't I don't really eat watermelon. I don't eat sugar cane. 
you know, because I grew up with it. I definitely, I got to be in the mood to eat banana pudding because I was raised on it. I definitely don't eat red velvet cake. I grew up on it. She was like, oh, so what you eat? Cornbread, collard greens with my fingers with a royal onion, mustard greens with a royal onion. I eat catfish. I eat shrimp. I eat whiteies, you know. I, I eat colored fish. <laughs> I eat gumbo. I eat etouffee. I eat, you know, when I used to eat meat, I used to hog mog and all that. I, I used to eat that. So I can't complain, but I don't eat it now. We we serve mock dinners. We make an extra plate for our deceased. We don't forget them ever. We have dreams about them. You know, Ma and them, Madea and them came to visit me for real. Yeah, what she say? Child, she said this. Oh, we had a dream about fish. Child, we had a dream about teeth falling out. Girl, uh-uh, get the right. Child, a bird flew in. What color was it? Brown. Okay, somebody trying to send you a message. When the last time you spoke to your kinfolk down there? Child, this boy didn't came in my house with his hat on. Child, he don't have no respect. Take that hat off in this house. Girl, don't put your pocketbook on the floor. What? It's a purse. No, it's a pocketbook. Don't put that pocketbook on the floor. Money on the floor. Me money out the door. Child, that broom that fell. I'm one of the company coming. So I can't ignore that. Right? So finally, I get to go home. I get to go home. I get to go to New Orleans. Right? Louisiana. Since Ibae, uh, he said, girl, I don't know. Because I was like, was I snoring? He said, no, you were talking. And this was the dream. Because I was, I was taking on people's beefs. I was taking on people's garbage. I was taking on people's problems. I was taking on all of that. And believe it or not, it was in, in October when we, you know, and then June. So I was taking on all these people's things, but forgetting who I was, forgetting where I came from, forgetting my ancestors and them. I'm praying and going to Catholic church. I belong in there, right? So I get down there, I get to New Orleans. There's a, a ritual we do when we come in New Orleans. If you're from New Orleans, you will know, right? Everybody do it. So, or they just don't share it with you. But it, it's so natural that you don't even think about it no more because it's already embedded in you, right? So some things, it's not even a question. It's not even asked why or where did it come from. It's just so embedded in you that it's just second nature. It's like breathing. When, it, when a, a hearse ride by and it's a casket in it, We'll hum that song in our head and we'll hold a button. Don't ever laugh when the cats go by or you will be the next to die. They wrap you up in a bloody sheet. Yes, it's a it's a, a kid's song or a song to keep kids in line. But it's to also know to let you know your respect to dead. Right? If a if a broom fall, it's just it's like breathing. Oh child, I'm wanting company coming. Okay. You already know. You expecting because they coming. If somebody spilled pepper. Yo, I'm out. Why? Everybody here get ready to fight. I'm out. Yo, I don't even need to be in there. Even if you live there, I I got to run and go to the store anyway. You'll get your ass up, get in the shower, get the hell up out of there. For real. For real. Like, turn on the lights when the roaches. You out. Out. We, we ain't staying. And somebody clean in here. Then remove that energy or whatever. Burn burn something. Burn some peonies. Burn something. Yeah. You know? Penny Royale, burn that to remove whatever craziness is here. Get some stinging nettle, put it around somewhere. Yeah, that's how that's how we were raised. 
right? So I get to New Orleans and Sin goes, I don't, girl, whoever you was talking to, you was having a full conversation. He said, girl, because I was sitting here. He said, for real. And he looked at me and he said, do your family know that you um, initiated? I said, yeah, but not down here. So let me tell y'all the dream. I was coming in New Orleans. This dream. I was coming in New Orleans. I got off the bus. And this beautiful woman comes up to me in all white, solid white, light skin, long, pretty hair. It was my great-grandmother, Medea, Nan. They call her Nan. And she said, baby, I'm not going to let your bracelet fall. But here, we don't know about this. I'm not disrespecting it. So when you get up, I'm going to make sure that it's hanging, but it can't, it can't come where we are. We ain't disrespecting you, but the old people don't know about this one. This ain't us. We give you our blessing, but you can't forget where you come from. When I woke up, I looked because I was like, damn, that was a hell of a dream. I looked, my E-Day of a ruler was hanging. It didn't fall. I grabbed it. I said, damn, it wasn't a dream. And I put it in my bag, and I put my bag on top of a chair. One, because Sin Dog liked to jump and eat things. And two, I was like, yo, I got to be respectful. I even put my beads in there, right? Because she was like, none of this, you can't, you can't bring this home, <laughs> right? So when I got, my cousin picked me up, we rode, and I got over there, and my aunt and all of them, she said, yeah, I'll be watching you and stuff. She said, I'm happy that you entered. I look, would love learn to learn more. She said, but we don't know nothing about that. You know, we old school. We, we. But as we started speaking, there were so many similarities, right? There were so many things that blended together that my aunt and them didn't say, oh, no, you can't do that or no. They said, wow, we used to do that when we were children. Child, y'all, they still do that? Wow, we ain't hear that in a long time. Go get that picture. I'm going to show you how me and your mom and us used to do that. Oh, girl, girl. She said, so what's the name of it? I said, oh, well, it's called Lukumi, you know, Santeria. She said, yeah, that's what us people did back then. She said, we ain't had no name for it or nothing. We just did that. She said, okay, and you, you make sure you give honor to the dead. Okay, okay. She said, well, I'm proud of you. I, I'm happy that you found something that you love. And stuff, and she said, but don't ever forget where you come from. And then I knew, not only did I have the blessings from my ego, from my ancestors that came before me, but I had the blessings of my living aunts in them. So I knew I was happy to be on that path. Because to me, I think that's the most highest of highest of blessings to get approved from the very people that you came from. To let them know that, I'm still holding the banner up for the work that you did and you're no longer here, so I'm going to continue. But I'm adding a little extra spice to it so we can oomph it and get it going. No, we ain't rushing because everything is patience. But we ain't forget who we are. And most people would try that or they'll make it seem, excuse me, like you don't know what you're doing. That's why I say conjure root workers healers, even spiritual back, everybody, they all have a place at the table. Our main goal and objective is to help those that come to the table. 
not to rob them, not to steal from them, but definitely not to carry all your garbage. I can't help somebody if I'm too busy carrying your bags. And what are you doing? You know, traumas and triggers and that trauma bond shit is passed on. So somebody gave them their bags. Now they gave your happy ass their bag. You holding their bag. So now you're ready to give your bag to somebody else that comes, some unsuspecting brand new bright eyed spiritual person that's coming to hope to get help. Instead, they jumping in traumas and triggers and bonds and unnecessary beefs and unnecessary shit that they don't even need. And then to top that off, you trying to create them to be like you. Cause all you know how to do is point your finger. Oh, that's not right. Oh, you can't do that. Oh no, we don't do that in this stuff. You don't ain't got shit to do with what I say. First of all, I'm going to always respect a ruler, Mephetta Funa ruler, but Mephetta Funa shoon every day of my life. Did it come out in old dude? Did it come out in reader? No, then shut up. Sit down. That was your vices, your things you can't do. Don't got nothing to do with me. And then I love the ones that try to dress it up. Well, if I was you, stop. You're not me. So you don't even need to finish that statement. You're not me. If I call and ask for advice, I respect you. I respect what you're saying. I honor that. And what I can use, I will. What I can't, I, I don't need to. But what I don't need is for you to micromanage. Well, you know, I told you to do this. Why you didn't do it this way? Okay, pause. You don't never got to hear from me again. I like you, but I'm going to like you from a distance. I'm a grown-ass person. Now, if I ask you for help or if I ask you for advice, then I respect it. That doesn't give you... The, the license to micromanage or sit here and point fingers and tell me what I'm wrong or even try to embarrass me or publicly humiliate me. No, that happened to you. You didn't like it, so why would you want to pass that on to me? Allow people to have space. Allow people to grow. But what we're not going to do is we're not going to carry that. We're going to give all that shit back. I get back your negativity. I get back your trauma bonds. I get back your problems. I get back your triggers. None of that shit is mine. It's not mine. No, I like to travel. I don't care about if you don't. I like to go and see shit. I don't care if you don't. I don't like people. Well, I do. So that's on you. Don't put it on me. Oh, well, we can't be friends. If Then we're not friends. If you even start a statement like that and we are way past 35, then boo, we right. We ain't friends. Because I deal with grownups. I don't know who the fuck you dealing with. I'm not in high school. I left high school many, many moons ago. So right when someone go, oh, but if we're friends, stop. You don't even need to finish that. Stop. Because I, I, oh, but you don't know what, I don't care what you're saying. That that statement alone, you could have used more words than that. The English, the English language is vast. I don't know why you started off with that. Then we're not friends. We're not. Because if you have to, if I have to follow everything you do, who the fuck are you, Trump? <laughs> nah, boo. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Nah, no. I remember hanging around my godfather there, Angel. He said, "If you, if y'all love me, y'all gonna speak to this person." I said, "Well, I don't love you then." He said, "What? I don't love you then." I said, "Cause whatever beef you have with them, I didn't adopt that. I don't have nothing to do with that." Real talk. Don't add me in that. Now, I'm a grown-up. I'm not going to sit here and allow people to talk about you. I'm not going to sit here and allow people just to disrespect you. Nah. Like, yo, you can call them. I'm not here for this. I'm here, you know, to learn or we're here to have a good time. I see you as a good human being. But, you know, you have some people that are petty. 
right? This is why I don't adopt trauma bonds and beefs and people's garbage. Because you can be around someone and they go, oh, so how your little friend doing? We're not doing that. Oh, yeah, because you take up for them. You're a grown-ass person. It is 24 hours in a day. That's the only thing you can focus on is that person. Then you're right. I don't need to be around neither one of y'all. I need to check the check me and find out what the fuck is wrong with me and what's cracked in my foundation to allow this shit to seep in. Real talk. Because why? If you're an adult and I'm I'm around you because I respect you and you know you you give off a good vibe and while we're there, the first thing you say is, So how your little friend doing? Bye. I'm getting my shit and I'm leaving. Oh, you leaving? Yeah, yeah, because we're not doing that. We're not even gonna start off this whole day because you have a hidden agenda, and most people do. My mother used to always tell me, if you sit by the beach long enough, you'll watch the bullshit flow by. That's why I don't jump into things that I don't have no knowledge of. Give me a moment. If you're rushing me, then you got a hidden agenda. Nah, boy, patience. I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm going to relax. I'm going to take my time because I need to see if it's right and if I'm capable of doing it or if I want to sign up for this. Because, see, when you sign up for things and with people, you sign up with all their triggers and all. That's like buying a house. If you don't do the research, man, they may have liens on it, back payments. Somebody may have died in this motherfucker. Nah, uh-uh. I need to know the history. Well, why? Because I'm asked. Well, why aren't you friends? Or why do you not like this person? Oh, it's a long story. You're right. I don't have time for it. If it didn't happen six months ago. Then why are we still holding on? Girl, don't you know forgiveness, homeboy? No? Then you're right. I, now is not the time. I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm not saying you're a good person. But where I am in life, yeah, I don't need that. So I'm out. I'm out. There is billions of people in this world. Why are we only focusing on these motherfuckers with the trauma bonds? Why are we only running around with these people that we knew we should have left a long time ago? Why are we still at tables where I feed in, where people got nothing but trash around it? I don't like eating in dirty places. I don't know about y'all. I like my meal to be good, healthy, and I like the atmosphere to be clean, spacious, roomy, very laid back. Uh, no, I ain't eating in the dark. I want to see my food. So, yeah. But here it is, y'all sitting around tables with all these people with this trash and this trauma and this garbage around you, and you sitting there because you knew and you think that they're so special and magical. No, we are already magical. Tap in the magic of yourself. Bet on you. See you first. Before you turn those lenses on everybody else, see you. Build up you. Believe in you. Bet on you. You don't know how many years I wasted putting other people in front that didn't even deserve it. Didn't even have a ticket. I helped them sneak in the door. They weren't even ready mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, environmentally. Because most people, what they do, because they travel in packs, people don't know how to stand on their own. They go and get more trauma people to bring. Now you sitting around with a bunch of fucking ducks. And now you wondering... How y'all get in here? Because you invited the duck, the first duck, and all they did was bring the rest. Can't even speak the language. Don't even know why they there. Everybody else is dressed in clothes. These motherfuckers got them crops and, and jeans and sitting there with, with bonnets on their head looking like, uh-uh, where we at? No. And want to sit there and talk about everybody and, and fight. Have you ever been out? 
Oh, took a friend. <laughs> I took a friend to uh, an event with me. Right? The event was, was very beautiful. Very upscale. All they did was argue. And just, oh, why are they looking at me? What the fuck? I said, oh my God. I was so embarrassed. You know what even hurt more? They said, we welcome you, Ifa Bayo. But if you're going to bring people like this, we will rescind that invitation. I was so embarrassed. I was so angry. And believe it or not, I had to take an honest look at myself. I can't be angry with the person because they was being who they were. Me trying to change people and, you know, trying to, oh, make them into a better person. You can't change nobody that's not ready for change. Some people like to sit in their shit. Some people like to stay in mess. Some people only want to associate self with stupidity and, and adolescent shit. Some people are happy being there. That's why that door only fits one. One, one individual, one person. If you have to constantly complain and, you know, and just find things that are all messed up, then you don't need to be around me. And I had to learn that. And I had to heal the person that was always trying to save somebody. Because the person that was that 12-year-old me that needed saving and nobody was there. So... I started trauma bonding with people like, oh, I'll save you, I'll save you. No, first one I'm going to save is me. And when I saved her, that 12-year-old E5 Bayo, a.k.a. Donna, Mama Journey, when I saved her and let her know it's okay and that I love her and that now she can step out from out the shadows, I stopped trying to save everybody else. I knew I was my own superwoman. That was it. So simple. But I had to face it. I had to face it. You can't heal what you cannot face. You can't fix or change what you refuse to see. And you definitely can't walk around in a pitch black room thinking you're going to find what you need. No. Got to shed some light. Open a window. You know, every morning when I get up, I say my prayers. Yeah, I'm that praying woman. I say my prayers. I pray for everybody when I get up in the morning. I make my bed. It's just a habit that I started after I got initiated. And I open up the windows, let air in. I take my vitamins, my minerals, drink my water, go into the restroom, brush my teeth, everything clean. Come back out, turn on my yoga music, my meditation music, do my yoga, meditate. And now I get up because I added in my daily routine to go walking and do exercise for 30 minutes. And then I get my download or my message or whatever I thought and share it with the world. And then I come back do my online so I can get paid. And then I start doing what I need to do for the day. In between, I drink my tea and get my meal in and then map out what I need to do. 
And that's it. That's all. Answer emails, texts that are that are, you know, even even the negative ones. <laughs> like I answer them, and start my day. Create, puts together something. See, talk to people, do readings, go out, do that. Like my day is filled, and then I come in, and so far I've been. Unless when it throws me off, it throws me off a schedule. So unless, because once my day is filled, now my time is everything. I was, I always tell people, yo, respect my time because I'm going to respect yours because I know what that is. Time is everything. So when I come in and I finish what I'm doing, I like to be in bed no later than 10 o'clock. If anything goes over that, oh, man. You know, it's like I got, I'm fighting the day, but now I've learned to just let the day progress, you know, do what I can within that time. But then I also have to set boundaries and let people know my time is important. So if you're trying to deal with me after 10, you're going to have to wait until the next day because we're not doing that. Sleep is something that I, I value because it's when I'm letting my body rejuvenate itself. I am putting everything down. I'm closing everything out. I'm praying and I'm going to bed. I am releasing whatever was with me for that day. So when I wake up, I can start a new day. And it has been a process because people tend to think that you stay up all night or that my daughter said, oh, I seen the green light. I said, okay. Eh? Well, I just thought you was online. No, no. You live right across the hall from me. If you're knocking on the door and I ain't answer, I must be asleep. The only one that understood that, because I guess she stayed here with me for a few days, was my daughter, Didi. She'd be like, nah, it's past her bedtime. My mom's asleep. Oh, but the light is on. Trust me, that green light on social media, she ain't even near her phone. Her phone is in the other room charging. She is, she, my mom's asleep. For real. Like, she'll know that. And if she see... Me, like if I'm sitting outside or something, she'd be like, okay, anime, it's past your bedtime. Mm-mm, what you doing up? No, you're going to have a messed up day tomorrow. Those are the people that you say, okay, they're, they're observers. Respect that. And they respect, you know, your, your journey. But once again, stop taking on other people's trash. I know it's a brand new journey. It's something foreign. Read, get to know you, talk, have conversations, but you don't need to adapt their lifestyle. You don't need to adapt their beliefs while ignoring yours. You don't need to take on people's issues or nothing because the same person that you're arguing with might be the one that might be your blessing. You ever thought about that? Ever thought about that? The very person that might can take you to the next level, but yet still you want to argue with them because of your friend. Or your, your online friend. Oh, that's my online friend. You don't even know these people. What's their mama name? What's their cousin name? What they, what their grandchildren name? You don't even know these people. And if you do know them, you still don't know them. You'll sleep with them. So sit down. Sit down. Find you your own table and chair and make it comfortable. Real talk. Stop grabbing on other people's trash. You have your own destiny to follow. Last I checked. On death, there's no bump beds. So y'all don't even share the same destiny. You know, two twins, identical. They still have different um, fingerprints. There's no two snowflakes alike. 
all different, intricately done. If you ever look under it under a microglass, like it's beautiful. So why are you attaching yourself to people and becoming them and taking on their traumas, triggers, and all that? Oh, because we don't like the same people. Then both of y'all need to heal. Shouldn't be helping nobody. Help yourself first. Why don't you like this person? Well, because they, they said this about me. Child, trust me. Before they came along, somebody else said something worse about you than they did. Sit down. Welcome to the world. My father told me that song every day of my life. Much Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free. No, there's a cross for everyone and there's a cross for me. Baby, you live in the world. People going to talk about you. They're going to blackball you. They're going to betray you. They're going to smile in your face and stab you in the back. That's just the way of the world. That's when you have the spirit of discernment. And when you know better, you do better. You ain't got to worry about, oh, well, they don't like me. You should worry about, I'm walking in this room and I'm changing the atmosphere. It's not what they like. It's what I came to bring. And if you don't hype your own self up and be your own cheerleader, you're going to have a horrible start. Like you. Change the atmosphere. You came in this world with a gift. God gave it to you. You can't man take it away. Whatever that gift is. Not everybody has the gift of reading cards. Not everybody has the gift of seeing spirits. Your gift might be to inspire people. Your gift might be to decorate a room. Your gift might be. Listen. My friend Ryan has the most beautiful eye. Him and Annie. Right? They're both, they can come in a room and take that space, a little space, and make it into a palace. And that's their ministry, and I'm grateful for it. I got a God sister that can come in a room and tell you what day you lie, who you laid with, when you, and names, places, and dates. I don't want that gift, but it's beautiful. I call her my human uh, lie detector. I have a friend that will sit there and tell you, Everything about your dead grandmother from the name, even the language you may have speak. Her name is Rach. Amazing gift. For real. Can see your whole life. I have a friend that when you talk to her on the phone, she, she has a soothing voice. I knew a woman that every bill she paid, she would send a Jesus track to. Well, one day, the lady that would get the bills and process it, had to come to Faith Tabernacle to meet her because every tract helped her in some part of her life. We all have different gifts, and I'm grateful for each and every one of you. But you don't need to dim your gift because it ain't like this one. No, God gave it to you for a reason. He knew what he was doing. But stop taking on other people's trash. Let them carry their own bags. Let them carry their own issues. Let them carry their own traumas. It ain't got nothing to do with you. Go heal, fix whatever you need to fix, and continue on your lives. It's okay. You can clap from them for them from a distance. Hey, all right. Don't mean you have to partake in the crazy backwards shit that they are doing. Uh-uh, baby. No. No. Trust the process. So you got to do. Didn't say trust people. Didn't say put your faith in people. Said trust the process. Trust it. Trust the process. Real talk. You will thank me so much. And it will save you a hell of a time to come from under somebody else's garbage. We don't need to do that. We eat in good places. Love y'all.